Welcome to the Single Lady Estates podcast. My name is Bobby Wasserman, the founder of Single Lady Estates. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. We are going to continue our conversation with Jessica Morato Sanchez. She's a realtor broker from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And in our prior episode, we discussed general real estate trends based on gender and generation, as well as when and how to choose a real estate agent. In this episode, we'll be diving more into home specifics, what to look for when purchasing and purchasing post-pandemic. Just a note to everyone, this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial or buying advice. And as you'll hear from us shortly, you should always do your own research before making any real estate decision. So it's great to have you back, Jessica. I'd love to get a broker's perspective on post-pandemic real estate, especially for women, as they're making different and alternative work arrangements or foregoing jobs altogether. Well, thanks again first for having me back. I appreciate it. Um, Things are definitely changing, but the question that we're really wondering here is if the changes will be permanent or if they're going to be just temporary. So a few things that I've noticed post-pandemic is that people are now requiring an office or at least office space in a bedroom or a living room. Um, And that was rarely part of the conversation pre-pandemic. So many are currently allowed to work from home, but we don't know if that's going to be a permanent situation or a temporary situation. Um, And I've had several conversations about that too. And unfortunately, I don't have a crystal ball here. So What's interesting is that some people are very particular in their office space. So I've had people ask for, you know, space in the basement is fine. Even if it's unfinished, they're very flexible there. They might need it darker or quieter. Maybe they have some kids that are even at home that they have their a parent watching or, or a nanny watching. So they need a space that's kind of further away so they don't have that kid background. They might want an area that has, on the opposite, lots of light and lots of windows Some people might have space in their bedrooms or a smaller separate room that they can easily make their office. So there's so many different avenues, but the main focus post-pandemic that I've noticed a huge change has been never heard it before really having an office at home, unless maybe they're a business owner. Now, almost every conversation that I'm having is that I need to make sure that there's an office at home because I have an option of working at home or I work from home part-time. So that's what we're really seeing. Wow, that's interesting. So how is the Minnesota market? Are people moving in due to higher costs in other states? Or what's going on in Minnesota in general? So I'm not really seeing a lot of relocation going on. People, though, that do come to Minnesota, usually they're sticker shocked when they come to Minnesota, meaning they didn't expect housing to be so expensive, especially if they come from the southern United States. You seem to get more bang for their buck in the south. Minnesota has a lot of corporate headquarters And that's kept our economy really thriving. One thing with the pandemic right now or post-pandemic is that people are getting hired, but they don't necessarily have to move to Minnesota because of the pandemic and the ability to work from home. So I haven't actually seen a lot of relocation happening here. The relocation that I have seen happen were actually people that are employed in other states that they now were informed that permanently they can work from home and have decided to come home to Minnesota. So they were from here and they're choosing to come back here and be closer to family. So really still a pretty interesting shift there. I was curious in regards to remote workers. 
Are they coming into Minnesota and purchasing condos, townhomes, or smaller spaces in case they might need to be at the office at some point in the future? Have you seen any of that? The ones that I've seen that have come, it's actually been a wide variety now that I think about it. Um, I've had some people with just condos. I've had where they've moved their entire household. So it's women and their kids and everything. It's really, it hasn't been one way or another that I've been finding. No, it's been across the board. Interesting. We covered some generational post-pandemic purchases in our prior conversation, Mm -hmm. but when it comes specifically to women, what are the generational changes that you're seeing as it relates to purchasing real estate post-pandemic for millennials, single moms, professional women, boomer women? So I have not seen a very big difference post-pandemic. We've seen an increase overall, and I think a big part of it is due to interest rates. And so more of the conversation I'm actually having with all clients, including women and especially single women, is how long are you going to be in this home? Can you be in this home and be happy for the next five to seven years, maybe? Everyone anticipates interest rates going up. So, you know, it was two point something way back when, or I should say probably not too long ago. But everyone is anticipating that interest rates continue to go up. And when they go up, it will actually start to stabilize the housing prices. So I'm not saying that the housing prices are going to go down. But we in the past, gosh, five years, maybe at least here in Minnesota, we've been seeing in areas eight to 10% or more gains that we've seen year after year after year. So people have been able to buy a home and then turn around and resell it just a couple years later if they want and buy another one and do it again. In my 12 years in real estate, I've had a few clients even that have probably bought a good three or four homes from me and have never had to bring money to the table. They've always gotten a a great check um, when they've sold their home. But once interest rates start to rise, that's going to be stabilizing it off that increase every year. So we might see more of a three to 4% increase, at least my guess is in Minnesota, And therefore, the sellers aren't going to still see that profit because it still costs money to sell a home. And therefore, I tell people, including all single women, be prepared to be in your home longer than just that two-year period. Make sure wherever you're moving is going to be somewhere that you'll be happy for the next four or five to seven-year period. And that conversation pretty much is with every woman. Great to know. If you could give women three to five tips on home buying, just very general tips, what would those tips be? One, I would tell you, as we spoke in our last podcast episode, get referrals from friends or family or coworkers. Google those referrals and then ask those realtors the interviewing questions that we talked about. Make sure you like them. Do they respond? What's their attitude? Do the same thing with the lender that you're going to be calling. I recommend getting a referral from your realtor on a few lenders and then doing the same thing with them. Um, We typically work with lenders that know their stuff and communicate. We always want to hear the good, bad, and ugly so that we can fix any issues and move on to closing. Because there are transactions that aren't 100% smooth sailing, but if you can fix the issue and just keep moving on, that's what our goal is, is to fix any problems. So that's the one thing that I would say. And I can't stress enough of make sure you like them because I've ran into clients that found their own 
lender, which is fine. We can use whatever lender that you want to use as a buyer. However, they weren't comfortable with them. They did not make them feel comfortable. And it was a horrible experience. Um, there's even been a couple buyers that halfway through the transaction, I recommended they talk to one of my lenders and we were able to get them actually closed on time. And they had such a better experience because the lender was just being very disrespectful. Everything seemed a chore. They're working for you. And that's something that you have to remember. So, you know, you want to make sure you have someone that's very respectful that you like and that you get along with. Another thing I would recommend is get an inspection. So in Minnesota, we say don't just get a regular home inspection, but get a radon inspection because we have very high levels of radon here. If it's an older house or if there's trees around, get a sewer line inspection because a couple hundred dollars could save you a lot of money in the end and be able to maybe negotiate some things with the sellers. It's always important if you like the house. However, it's also an investment. And what's more important is if you can sell that house when you need to. So these are a lot of really important considerations. What type of market are we in now? So right now it's a buyer's market and houses will sell no matter what. But my clients know better. They buy the houses that they like, but more importantly, they will buy a house that will sell easily when it's a buyer's market or even a neutral market. So most of them think, of their purchase, of their house buying purchase, kind of like an investment. They always you know, strive to have a great floor plan, buy in a great location, and look at other criteria that will make their home more or just as appealing as what their neighbor's home is. So an example here that I can give is boilers. So Minnesota, heating system, most homes in Minneapolis, St. Paul, they're older homes, they have boilers. It's a common feature of a home. If you go to the suburbs, it's not common to have boilers. So if you're selling a home in the downtown area that has a boiler, it's going to sell just like every other neighbor. However, in the suburbs where it's not a common feature, but we still have a few out there that have boilers, if you buy a home that has a boiler and you think you got a great deal on it, when you go to sell it, it's going to be a challenge. And that's why you got a good deal on it in the first place was because it had a boiler system in it. It's not a common feature in that area. So you always want to make sure that you're buying a house that will sell easily, not in today's market, but when it's a buyer's market or a neutral market. So that's a very important thing to focus on. Another thing is location. Focus on busy roads, cemeteries, railroad tracks, huge electrical lines, things like that. Being next to businesses or apartment buildings, you know, is that more appealing? Probably not. Or is it more appealing to maybe be on a cul-de-sac further away from a busy road? Maybe have a condo with a view versus a condo that is maybe on the ground level that looks out to a parking lot. So there's things like that that you definitely want to pay attention to because the things that you don't like your buyers in the future aren't going to like when you go to sell that house. And that's one of the key things that every single buyer needs to consider when they buy a home is yes, you have to like it, but what are you going to be able to sell it and sell it easily when the market flips because it's not going to stay this way forever. 
These are terrific, Jessica. Thank you so much. I really feel like our single lady estates community now has some really great insight into real estate and some tips on finding an agent as well as finding a home. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. And I wish all the home buyers and the women out there the best of luck with buying their home. I think it is a great investment. I think it's a great way to stabilize your life and move forward. So I really, I wish the best for everyone out there. For our Minnesota community, we really encourage you to visit Jessica's website at integrityrealtymn.com. And for the Single Ladies States community, we're going to continue our conversation online and in our social media channels. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.